0: everyone and welcome to the comics deserve better podcast i'm brian one of your lovely hosts and with me as always are carrie hello and richard hi hi thank you for joining me to talk about independent comics you're quite welcome we are here to rock and roll in the indie world <laughs> <laughs> but before i it is december uh, when this episode comes out. Yay! And um, But we just went through Thanksgiving in the U.S., so I have to ask both of you, what is your number one Thanksgiving side? All time. All time? All time. All time. Sure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, my go-to every year? Or the one that I hope is all, like, there's a lot of caveats.
0: Okay, let's, let's say you go-to. Okay. Does Richard have one?
2: Oh. I um, mean, so I even get to have any this year, but uh, mac oh, and cheese is a great side. Nice. And yeah. like, um, I, I love mac and cheese, like traditional mac and cheese, but also like uh, Haitians and Caribbean people like make their own, like what they call mac and cheese, but it's like, you know, a pasta bake and it's less cheesy. It's just different, but it's really, really good. Ooh.
0: Delicious. Is <laughs> that it's like, it's like a casserole almost?
2: Yeah, almost like casserole, but like with big uh, penne noodles.
0: Uh, Sounds amazing. Kind of like a lasagna meets mac and cheese, sounds like.
2: Yeah, something type, something like that. But I've had neither this year, but it's always, always, always good.
0: Oh, that sounds really good. I love that. That's like my go-to in general is mac and cheese. (laughs) So, but, oh, go ahead. So
1: mine, hands down, every year, the stuffing. Yeah. Now, in our family, we have a special recipe that my grandfather created that all the the people use, right? But my parents lost the stuffing and none of us like my grandpa enough to go ask him for it again. So my parents haven't made like the best stuffing in the last couple of years. Well, this year, I got my entire family sick, so my sister-in-law kind of picked up the helm, and her and my goddaughter made Thanksgiving dinner, and they just made it at their house and brought it over to our house, so we could all eat together, which was really nice, and they made my sister-in-law's mom's stuffing, and fuck me, that was the best stuffing I have ever had, and I asked for the recipe, I intend to get it, because it's so, it was just full of giblets, (laughs) <laughs> and it was full of seasoning and butter. And I was like, fuck, this is so good. I had 6 p.m. dinner. I had 8 p.m. dinner. I had pie. And then I had 2 a.m. Yeah. a full dinner serving. Like I had it eaten all day. Mm-hmm. Oh, that
2: sounds amazing. That's an Thanks. amazing Thanksgiving. It, yeah. it was
1: so good compared to what I thought Thanksgiving was going to be this year. I was, I mean, I'm a Thanksgiving fan now. Yeah, I like this Thanksgiving changed, literally changed my heart. I am now open to the idea of celebrating Thanksgiving. I don't give a fuck who's around me. I just want the food. <laughs> we can celebrate with <laughs> friends and family, but yeah. like that food was so good.
2: No, any yeah. any excuse to have like a giant meal is yes. always exactly. always a good thing.
0: And essentially, a guiltless meal as well. Like there's, you know, like everyone expects you to like eat as much as you possibly can. Yes, right. So nice. So, so yeah. And you, Brian? I am. I am a huge mashed potatoes and gravy person. I, um, and it doesn't matter if it's like home, like made out of potatoes or those little flakes. It's like it all. Oh, it good. matters, Brian. It tastes good to me. No like,
2: <laughs> I, I understand taking either, but it has to yeah. matter. There, there, there is a difference
0: as, okay, so as long as the the mashed potatoes that are made from potatoes, as long as the person takes the time and effort to fully whip them and fully get all, all the chunks out of the mashed potatoes and like and like puts like the butter in it and everything, then that's probably like my preferred. but but, yeah, like I I don't care if it's how it's made all i'll eat it <laughs> even if it has lumps in it i'll eat it but
1: did yeah. you i made the mashed potatoes this year were they okay yes they were great oh thank you yeah. would you be telling me that
0: anyways even if we were recording would, how many how many helpings of mashed potatoes yeah that's yeah.
1: true they all the potatoes wet yes everybody liked the potatoes we had a
0: second a second batch yeah we did that's how much yeah but most of that was so ma-
2: mashed potatoes is something i always love but like i just i don't we don't have it often like I don't know if it's a cultural mm. thing. Like, I remember having potatoes a lot more when I was a kid, but I don't know. We just don't make potatoes that often. Not in that way, at least. Yeah. But anytime I have, it's always delicious. And, like, I I, I could do it without gravy. Just, like, good quality mashed mm-hmm. potatoes that are, like, nicely salted and buttered. Like,
0: yeah,
2: I, I mean, if there's gravy, of course I'll take some. But, like, I'm not – gravy is a mandatory for me.
1: Now, this is the real question. Gravy. What are what kind of gravy do we want?
2: Oh, you see, like again, I think it's a cultural difference. Like gravy's just people just put gravy in front of me and I use it. Like I, you're 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 introducing me to the idea of different types of gravy in this moment.
1: There's turkey gravy and there's beef gravy and there's sausage gravy. I can live with all three. I I same. Okay, sausage gravy. Yes.
0: Wait, wait. Is
2: sausage gravy like white? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's like what okay, you get, like I've on biscuits and gravy. Yeah, yeah,
2: and I didn't love it.
1: Yeah, yeah, so, so that, I could
2: probably do turkey or uh, beef.
1: See, we make turkey at Thanksgiving, and I'm not a fan of it. Oh. I prefer
0: beef gravy. See, I like I I, I like both. <laughs> so um, okay, I like the yeah. Yes. Okay.
1: Now I'm really hungry.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we better we'll get into the the main meat of the show then. <laughs> if we're all ready to to consume some stuff here okay. so we do have a diy corner this week um it's actually on zoop i didn't mean to get more zoop uh, um, crowdfundings in here on this on this show because kickstarter is great and everyone but everyone kind of knows kickstarter but not a lot of people know about zoop so i figure kind of give them a little uh more you know airtime as much as possible so this one is uh, Objects in the Mirror by Anas Abdulak. Um, It is, for the uh, the webpage, a tale of desperately trying to find your place in the world. An introspective character study of pain, identity, home, and found family. A one-shot comic book told from the poetry and a love letter to classic Vertigo comics. So, I'm a lover of classic Vertigo comics, and the artwork looks like, like surrealistic and like abstract and it looks and it's like very colorful cool. it's looks pretty amazing so That's i'm awesome. excited about this it's uh it just started um it'll when this episode comes out it'll be 28 t- days to go they're about um about three more than halfway yeah they're 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 getting there they're almost there to uh to to funding so um this is definitely the time to get in to get those uh was extras that happen when you uh, when things get more money than expected, and um, you know there's uh, other comics that are available uh, depending on what you you donate. Uh, there's like tarot cards if you donate like hundred bucks. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, it, it looks this is pretty cool. Um, yeah, and the artwork is is very unique in my opinion. Like I haven't seen really art like this in a long time. Like it kind of reminds me of Bill Sikovitz. In a way, because of his abstractness that he has, but it's completely different at the same time. Mm-hmm. So
1: I like it's how they. Very pretty.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I like how they described it as um, a stained glass portrait. Yeah, and I think that's a really beautiful way of describing something. Like I get the I get the automatic visual in my head when you say something like that. I think yeah. that's really cool. I think the art's really
0: awesome. Yeah. So this was like always. The link will be in our notes. Uh, definitely check it out. It's pretty cool. So, we're going to go ahead and now go into our spotlights. Uh, Richard, and I have spotlights this week. Uh, I'm going to go first. So...
1: Can I say something really quick? Sure. So, I had a spot... Okay. So, like, <laughs> I normally don't do spotlights because it's, like, too much emotional stuff for me to, like, read a bunch of, like, comics. <laughs> which is why I'm a third host on a comics podcast. But, um, so, like, we have a, a a school fair going on, like a book fair. So I was really, really excited when I saw graphic novels being sold at the school book fair. So I was like, fuck yes, I'm buying one for my spotlight. So I bought it. I brought it home after work. And I'm like, Brian, Brian, I have a spotlight I bought because I was excited to see it. The Marvel Miles Morales, one of the original story graphic novels, oh. totally totally went over my head that it was marvel and not an independent comic but um just shout out to lots of miles representation for all those little brown babies who want to be spider-man so i was really excited that's awesome and this yeah an all,
0: it's an all-ages book too. it so. is
1: it's a it's an all-ages book it looks awesome um i'm just really excited for all like the poc representation because i even though i i teach in a more affluent area we're a poor school quote unquote so we have a lot of a lower socioeconomic kiddos who just happen to be brown and it's just really happy i'm like it was literally front and center like the graphic um novel section so to encourage that kind of reading and to um have that kind of representation it was uh, that was why i was so excited what's the name of the book Spider Man, it's Marvel, a Spider Man graphic novel, Miles Morales, Shockwaves, written by Justin Reynolds and illustrated by Eisner Award nominee Pablo Leon.
0: So even though it's beyond our yeah. our criteria for our sorry, podcast, I was genuinely was excited. About? We did the we did the Wakanda Forever. All we did before. I did
1: talk about yeah. Wakanda Forever. So anything with brown babies, I'm, <laughs> it, I'm gonna have love.
0: All right, well yeah, I my book has gray babies in it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> i'm editing that out go for it <laughs> i have a uh, chroma by lorenzo de felici russ Wooten, andre suarez sean makovitz and jillian Crab from image comics so this is about a town a society essentially who has basically they there was this this uh god called like the god of colors um, they somehow pissed them off, and this god is now trying to kill these people. So what they've done to protect themselves is they basically bred themselves slash kind of created side where everything is black and white and gray and different kind of grayscales. So there's no there's no more color in this in this in this town. And um it begins with this ritual that they do to kind of you know placate everybody um and there's like a black egg in the middle of the town and that it, it it um it cracks and it show it basically symbolizes a, like a monster essentially coming out well the monster's being played by somebody who's been kind of exiled out of this, this the town um it's this young girl uh who has um two different color eyes she has a green eye and a blue eye cool. and so all the, everyone else obviously Are all like black and white. They have no colors in their eyes or anything like that. The only color that you really see in a lot of panels is like the the sky, because uh, they can't make the sky (laughs) like (laughs) grayscale. But um, so it's 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 fantastically done. It's actually a very vibrant comic, um, because even though there's hardly any color in it. Um, just the, the usage of like the grayscales is is pretty amazing. It's it it definitely rivals like a, a traditional black and white comic, that you know, like a like a manga essentially, you know, like how they well they use that that medium. But at the same time, you get some shots of color that's pretty amazing. Um, it starts out as a love story. Um, Zet, who's kind of like the uh the head of like the of like the the young boys who are going to become like future priests, um, kind of gets becomes infatuated with this girl whose whose name is she's the titular Chroma, uh, spelled K R O M A, you find out later, um, and um, basically starts visiting her on secret you know on secret in the tower that she's kept, um, and um, and starts like bringing her food and like talking to her and everything like that, and then she and he's planning on escaping with her, so it doesn't go as planned. I won't uh, spoil it any further, but um, yeah, it's um, there's um, the artwork is really good in this. The, like I said, the color work, even when there's no color is, is amazing. Um, So yeah, I, I'm all about (laughs) this this comic. It was a little more pricey because it's a little longer than usual. Um, But, um, but yeah, it's totally worth it. Nice. And, this is after I, you know, on our, our break from Thanksgiving, I read about like five or six graphic novels that have been on my list. So, and those were all good. But like, yeah, this one kind of really stuck with me. So I wanted to talk about it today. So, cool. very cool. All right. So, Richard, how about yourself?
2: Oh, so uh, I gave a look at Hitomi, also from Image Comics. It is by H.S. Tack, Isabel Monsanti. Nicolette B, Valentina Napolitano, and Rob Jones on Letters. It's like a big creative uh, group for this book. Mm-hmm. So uh, the book opens up with this uh, young girl. Uh, I'm assuming her name's Hitomi because she actually never really introduces herself to anybody. <laughs> so so let's assume she's the uh, titular Hitomi. Yes. But uh, she's on the hunt for samurai. Samurai with uh, beetroot uh, colored skin and face. And so she's kind of just traversing the land, looking for the samurai. Apparently the samurai killed her family in front of her, but left her alive. So she wants, you know, the answer is why, and she wants revenge. And we finally see the uh, samurai that she's looking for is actually the uh, historical Yasuke, which is like a black man who became a samurai, like feudal Japan in real life. Cool. Mm-hmm. and he is no longer a samurai he's no longer not even a ronin he's just kind of uh like taking sumo wrestling matches that he can't make uh that he can't win to make money <laughs> to just like you know be the the washington generals to this guy's uh, <laughs> Trotters.
0: that is a good analogy i like that
2: it's a, it's a <laughs> little weird
0: <laughs> but yeah
2: in her like hunt to like find this man she you know teams up with this uh other young boy they, uh, she steals like a samurai's uh, sake so they can go drinking together. And basically when they go to sleep at night, the young boy leaves her high dry, like robs her and leaves her out there for the samurai to find her. The samurai chases her down. She ends up on a, a lake, a frozen lake. And then the ice breaks and she falls in, but she's actually passes out, but she's fished out by ya- Yasuke, the uh, beetroot colored uh, samurai that she's been looking for. And that's basically the first issue. And in the second issue, mm-hmm. she uh, wakes up in time to catch up with Yasuke. And she basically, you know, she's like, I know you're a samurai. And she's essentially convincing her him to train her. Because she says, like, you know, my family was murdered. I, I want, like, revenge. I want to be able to take care of myself. But basically, so the premise of the book now is that he's going to train her to be a samurai. But... He's actually trading his own killer, I guess. Yeah, he, he's the uh, one she wants vengeance on.
0: That's oh awesome. wow, that's a cool twist. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like that.
2: But uh, really cool art, you know. Really dope story. Like I can't wait till issue three comes out.
0: That yeah. sounds good. Yeah, I, I I read the first issue. I loved it. Um, I'm I'm glad that you talked about the second issue. I haven't read it yet. And um, yeah, it, it, the everything looks really cool. It, it really kind of there's a lot of there's a lot of books kind of going around at this time that are kind of like the same theme in the same like kind of setting and this one you know i think with like the twists and and, and it turns in as well as the art um kind of separates itself from uh those type of books so yeah that's pretty cool absolutely very cool yeah so excited yeah and who knows i mean like i i until i saw Kira, like i thought the, the the guy you know tatsuo was uh, was Akira until I saw. Something. Oh really? Yeah. But, oh. So I was like, oh, yeah. But one of these guys is is Akira <laughs> for sure. But yeah. So
2: if you if you read Akira, yeah. the fun thing is that Tetsuo is the main character. It's not yes. Kaneda who's the 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 character that's on all the covers, and mm-hmm. it's definitely not Akira. It's yeah, it's a Tetsuo story. <laughs> it is. So it should be called Tetsuo. Well,
0: well,
1: but it's not fun to say Akira.
2: Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah. So
2: and and um ha- have you ever seen Akira carry? Oh yeah. Okay, so but you know Akira's not really in the movie. He's like yes. just pieces of like body parts in a jar or whatever. He's already yeah. dead. Yeah. Oh no 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 no. In the manga, it's much longer. And he shows up and oh. when he does stuff, stuff happens. <laughs> like it's okay. a va- Oh oh you've never read it either? Right?
0: I've never read it. No. Oh god That's that's oh. one of those those blanks on my on my list here that I need oh, to Oh, we read. should do that.
2: It is not oh, short. Yeah. it is not short, but it is oh. fantastic. I think I've read it twice already. But uh but yeah, Akira does stuff and <laughs> he's no joke. There, there's a reason why he is to be feared.
1: Oh, oh you know what would be kind of fun is maybe next season we can do it over like two episodes. Yeah, oh well, maybe. Yeah, because I'd be down to maybe, read it.
2: Maybe three because it it's... Oh, is it that long? it's hefty
1: oh wow I um no I used to be a real fucking like film snob when I was younger which is why I don't like movies now are one of the reasons <laughs> and so yeah Akira was definitely I had to be like the only girl who had seen it because I was trying to impress a douchebag and it never worked
0: <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm the movie snob douchebag <laughs> oh,
1: no, but you don't have
0: to impress me so you don't watch movies <laughs>
1: Well, it's so, also now I have an autoimmune yeah. disease that it, yeah. like inhibits me from sitting down too long or being comfortable for a long time. Speaking of though, um, uh, really, really
0: quick, yeah, don't shame her, Brian. <laughs> I apologize, but you know, actually, um, I saw Glass Onion over the, our little break, and oh, how'd uh, you enjoy it? It's it. it Okay, not as good as the, as as Knives Out, but that's not saying like it's bad because it's actually really good. <laughs> it's like, it, like I I absolutely like Knives Out is one of my all time favorite movies. Yeah,
1: it yeah. doesn't have. Sweater so, Chris Evans so, and Rebecca. But, hi, but, I hope you're listening. I know you agree with me on that.
0: But <laughs> it, this is a fantastic. It's fantastic, and I totally recommend it. It's um, it's really good. I'm not gonna say who who. Just like Knives Out, if you say who really stands out in that movie, you're giving away a major plot point. I'm not gonna say who stands out in this movie, but they did a really good job. So, so yeah, I, I um,
1: just yeah, yeah, definitely. Recommend- I'm excited to see it. We'll see it for the winter. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go with you.
0: Yeah, excellent. we'll have
1: to drink before.
0: Sounds good to me. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Well, then with all of that, we are actually now in our main course. That's kind of fast. Speeding along.
1: Good. That Encherito is calling my name.
0: <laughs> Encherito's <laughs> back,
1: baby. I don't know if it'll be back by the time that we drop this, but it's back for a limited time. And I'm a Taco Bell slut and I need to go <laughs> have it. <laughs> I'm really Liff hungry. Moss. <laughs> Moss. I fucking get that tattooed on my body.
0: I, I totally you, you, would. You should get the, uh, the the talk about Chihuahua as well tattooed.
1: Oh my God. I used to have one because yeah. I'm Mexican. And that was mandatory for a while.
0: That's where I learned the word quiero. I didn't know the word oh, yeah. until, until those commercials. Well, there but anyways,
1: you go. teach me Spanish.
0: So main topic today. Is uh New Burn Volume One by Chip Zadarsky and Jacob Phillips. Also from Image, very image episode. Maybe next yeah, very we'll have, yeah. we'll have no image next episode. I hope so. <laughs> so but uh that it is Carrie's choice, but so if you do choose an image book, that's okay. Garlic
1: and the werewolf. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay.
0: But um, all right. Well, um, this was my choice. Um, this has been a book that I've been wanting to choose ever since it started coming out, and uh and yeah volume one is out now it, it covers the first eight issues um the each issue if you read it individually has a backup story we're not going to be talking about the backup stories we're just going to talk about the the main story because that's what's out in the volume of the um, if you get the books if you get the, the backup books. stories are neat though they are good totally recommend Nadia Shamas is one of the writers of them and she's pretty awesome in fact i'm thinking i'm either going to do squire or i'm going to do another book as my last choice this season, so we'll see. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll figure it out when we get there. So, this is a crime book, and it is. Um, it is. I don't know she says it, Darcy. So you can you can either be a funny writer or a, a very serious writer. This is definitely a very serious book. Um, Jacob Phillips um, is does the artwork as well as the coloring. Um, he. His dad is Sean Phillips, in case you don't know, and who okay. does? Okay, I,
2: I didn't know that, and I was just like, it's very similar style to Sean Phillips. I wonder yeah. if they're related.
0: Yeah, and like in fact, um, Jacob Phillips kind of got his break in the comics by doing the coloring for the Brubaker Phillips books. So, oh, cool. So he's doing his own coloring here as well. So, yeah, there's there's some similarities, but he definitely has his own style. Um, that Texas Blood is a book that he does with um, Chris Condon, and um, that's another book that I probably might choose in the near future. That's a very good crime book as well um but let's get into it uh so this is a story of uh easton newburn is our our main character our titular character if you will um he is a private detective who was a former cop um sounds kind of standard but in this story um newburn is on retainer with all the major crime families in the city and how it works essentially is he's basically switzerland He's hands off. Uh, he's there basically to solve or any issues or problems that come up. Someone, like as he explains, if someone murders like a Russian boss, he they're the one that he calls. If someone's stealing drugs, either, you know, they need to know who it is. He's the one that calls. The cops that he um, he used to work with, um, some of them hate him. Uh, some of them, as we find out, there's his former partner, uh, Detective Casey Winston. Um, she uses him essentially. Uh, and lets him have access to places because he's even though he doesn't work for the cops directly, he's solving crimes. Uh, the in the first first issue, uh, you meet you find out that um, there had been a a um, a member of the Albano family had been killed, uh, and someone has stolen their uh, th- this guy's supply of cocaine that he had taken, uh, and. That's when you meet Newburn. He goes in to investigate this. He's he's talking to one of the uh, the witnesses whose name is Emily. Um, you find out that Emily is more than uh, what she seems to be, and um, that she actually to kind of get rid of this Albaño guy who uh, was kind of a piece of shit. She kind of set everything up and to have basically this guy gets, get murdered as well as somebody running away from the, uh, the, the scene of the crime with a duffel bag in their hand making make it obvious that they are the ones who, uh, who killed this person and was running away with the drugs and who also happens to be a uh, part of the Carraro family. So that's two uh, gangsters, um, gang families at the same time that are involved in this. Um, so, Newburn figures out that Emily set this up and Emily's like, oh shit, you know, like, cause he's, she's going to, he's going to tell the families and the families are going to be pissed and they're going to kill me. But he sees something in her and decides that he needs a partner and needs somebody like her that it would be a waste to have her killed. So he makes up kind of a story. Um, he, Well, he doesn't make up a story. He just doesn't tell him the, that part of the story that uh, Emily has set this up. And um, and case is solved and he has a new basically um, she's tentative at first but eventually she becomes his sidekick basically his 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 partner um, she's kind of there uh, one to help solve crimes and two kind of be the more positive face because Newburn is a grouch and he's kind of an ass <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so he's kind she's kind of like the she she not only is she. A capable detective herself she's also playing the the kind of the pr person as well and also and she later says to him that also like he she's there to make sure that he doesn't cross too many lines and that because newburn's aware that that could easily happen and kind of does later <laughs> um but yeah uh so so yeah that kind of a basic um synopsis of the book you you know um a lot of the issues are kind of standalone investigations um eventually newburn gets hired by the the police force which is the gang unto itself to uh to solve um a, a murder of a police officer um and basically puts him in kind of hot water with everybody he ends up going into jail for a little bit um for an issue um and uh yeah there it, it goes a lot of places. The last three issues are all tied together though um where they um a, a, the boss of the uh the yakuza in New york um is murdered, and he's out to solve it. but what happens is Emily turns out she's a former um cadet to be, to become a police officer, and the person that um was her her friend in Academy, um, like was getting picked on a lot. And eventually it results in um the person that was picking on them who happens to be an Albano fa- a part of the Albano family, who's tr- trying to become a cop, she accidentally murders him. <laughs> um and and so that's a secret between them. That's why she's not a cop. Um this guy becomes a cop, but unfortunately he also has a crippling gambling problem. Um he sees that she's she's Newburn's new assistant, decides that's information that's good enough to get him out of hot water so he sells it to the russian mob who then tells the rest of the families so it kind of puts emily in the situation the crosshairs um i won't get into how this is resolved yet Mm -hmm. we'll we'll talk about it in a second but i'm kind of trying to leave a little bit of a non-spoiler uh section right here so we're about to get in the spoilers though (laughs) um but, but, yeah, um, it's very much, I love, I, I, I mean, I love anti-hero characters. I love characters. That's, I mean, I'm, my favorite Star Wars character is Dr. Aphra, because she's, like, and, like, I'm going to get shit done, and I don't care who I fuck over. Mm-hmm. Same with, like, Constantine. It's the same way. And it is Constantine, by the way. I was about to correct him, Richard.
1: <laughs> he saw but- that. He saw that look in my eye.
0: Yeah. Um and so yeah, uh, I, I love characters like that. Newburn definitely is a character like that where it's like it's not he's, about uh,
2: He's very Vic Mackey. I don't know if you've ever seen The Shield.
0: Um, no, I haven't. And that's another No, yeah. I haven't. But is he kinda of like but yeah,
2: he's just but Vic Mackey stays a cop, but like I mean, he's probably a little bit more self serving than uh Newbird, but it's a lot of like, Well, yeah, I broke the law, but you know, ultimately it won't get worked out so it's okay <laughs>
1: no you know okay and maybe maybe uh that character from shield is like a is like a prototype or like a the type of thing that um a lot of other characters are based on because and if my parents were listening they'd be proud of me he is like the lieutenant from chicago pd that is what the lieutenant does i forget the guy's name cuz i only catch bits and pieces but that is how that guy is interesting it's he- and that's and honestly out of all those stupid ass shows
0: <laughs>
1: that character from that show intrigues me cuz i'm like it's like a chaotic neutral yeah like you're just getting shit done mm-hmm. like and it's like okay you can pay off somebody with some bribe money You're stealing some dope from a scene because you're going to go pay it off. You know, and yeah, I I don't know. I'm not necessarily mad at stuff like that. If you got to grease some wheels (laughs) to get shit done, then by all means, you know, as long as you're not like killing unarmed black men or like killing like unarmed people or harassing people or busting people for a little, you know, baggy of weed when there's actual legit crimes going on, yeah. you know, like, then fuck it. I don't care.
0: It reminds me, it's the 30th anniversary of Bad Lieutenant um, with Harvey Keitel, and that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that character.
1: You know, I mean, are we doing spoilers for New Oh, uh,
0: We'll see spoilers now. So, well, before, like, did you guys enjoy? Oh, I loved yeah, it. Yeah,
2: no, it's really good.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay, excellent. I'm glad. <laughs> because I hate when I bring a book in and it does, doesn't go over well sometimes. So
1: No, I, I will say this. Um, I hit a bit of a snafu yesterday. I tried binging uh, to use a TV term all of the um, all of the episodes, all of the all of the seasons issues? all of the issues. <laughs> thank you. and it got very overwhelming for me to do it in one sitting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I've never had that happen to me with a book before and I don't think it's anything about the book or the artistry or anything I just think sometimes you know learn from Aunt Carrie and don't always read everything you need to read in one go because I think sometimes that takes away from the joy of reading it I think I would have really really enjoyed this had it been like in a trade paperback mm-hmm. um, or if I had read the individual issues as they came out reading all the issues back to back to back to back got a little much for me Okay. Because I was trying to like
0: down them so quickly. But it's the story's phenomenal. It's a Mm. really good story. Do you feel um maybe like the the pressure that you felt was because there's so many characters in this book?
1: Yeah, I got confused.
0: Yeah. I, I think I think I mean that's it's definitely there's a there's a lot of people coming in and out of these stories yes. especially yeah especially standalone ones where you're only in one issue but yeah you have to know who they are and kind of their backgrounds everyone's fleshed out pretty well as well yeah because even even like detective casey you especially towards the end you totally get an idea of who she is yeah yeah
2: hey, anytime between 1962 and 1992 this is just a tv show And like like I just felt like the whole time I was reading, I was just like, this is a show that they don't make anymore, that they used to always make. Like Columbo, Kojak, like any of these type of crime shows, like that, they just don't exist anymore. He could Mm -hmm. easily this could easily be Michael Knight if he just had a talking car. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: yeah, Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Absolutely, yeah. Definitely. Um yeah. Yeah, this is definitely your kind of, your, kind of your classic crime story, and um, and with with a you know that kind of type of character. Um, but now, okay, so I guess yeah, we're in the spoiler weeds. So I have a question: mm-hmm. Is Newburn a good person? Yes. You think Newburn's a good person? Yes. How about you? Yeah. You yeah. think So, okay, mm-hmm. including what happens at the end
1: yeah yes. that guy
0: fucking deserved it yeah fuck Sidney okay. yeah the um uh what we're talking about and well, once again we're in spoilers is that we're uh that's uh Sid the uh the cop that uh, sold out Emily um basically um newborn saves the day by um by basically having someone else take the rap for that murder that he was on you know he was going to be um convicted or or accused because he did commit the murder of the yakuza boss but it was better for him to go down for killing this cadet because then it means that he wasn't going to die so and his own people wouldn't kill him yeah so he took the rap um the detective casey no sees that he's doing this and is wondering who he's basically you know absolving of of a crime that they committed and um And he basically says, like, I own this town (laughs) like I am. You know, basically, I am the law, effectively. And uh, and then he and then you see him tell Emily that um, that basically that they let uh, Sid go. And that Sid's, uh, you know, basically up in, you know, in the weeds essentially, and what really happens is he basically, I, I'm assuming he paid off the the crime family, you know, the heavies of the crime families, and they've captured, they got Sid, and they're killing him. And Newburn's there watching the whole thing.
1: Oh, also too, okay. Uh Emily did her boy Sid a solid. Yeah. By defending him, she accidentally killed the albani. Oh kid. yeah, hundred percent. Like, Sid sold her out for mm-hmm. fucking gambling money. Yeah. Fuck you. That's not He cool. was 20k in the hole. Like, yeah. that's... <laughs> okay. Also, they were gonna kill him. Yeah. yeah. But, the thing is, though, is that he... I don't know. Whatever. Fuck Sidney. I don't like him anyways. I mean, yeah, I can justify, like, yeah. trying to get your, ass, your own ass out of a situation, but, like, like, so he... But the thing is, okay, this is my thing. Um, uh, like to me, and I and I think um, oh, uh, be- between like pages and shit is like Emily's journal
0: yeah. that she's mm-hmm. writing in. I love that,
1: and slide. I love that kind of like, uh, like yeah, that yeah. that that form of like um, uh, I'm missing exposition? the word. Yes, exposition. Thank you. Where um, you're kind of getting a, like her side to it because she's not always very telling in like her and her emotions because she's kind of just like angry like what the fuck did I get myself into but also fuck yes so like there's a lot of things going on with her so this is like kind of like her more like lucid clear-headed thinking and like you can tell she's at heart a good person Mm -hmm. you can tell that she wanted to be a cop because she saw shit in her community and in her town that she was like I just I just want to fix shit yeah like my like
0: she doesn't even want to be a big cop. She yeah, wants she, does, to be she
1: wants to be a detective. She wants yeah. to solve shit. She wants to fix shit because, you know, growing up in like a poor part or whatever, you see shit that doesn't get solved. She wanted to be that hero in a way for her own community. Uh-huh. Whereas the Albano kid who was the cadet probably got in just to be a fucking dirty ass cop. Sid didn't have the balls to be a cop and yet he was there. She accidentally kills the Albano kid shouldn't have been there in the fucking first place and she was defending him yeah so to me cops like a lot of organized crime in their essence are all about loyalty Mm -hmm. right so like when someone does you that favor and i'm not saying she intentionally killed the kid but she was defending him when somebody does that for you like if somebody accidentally killed somebody for me straight up i would take that shit to my grave yeah i would never tell a fucking soul because like you're in it with them like that you're you like part of that onus is on you so the fact that she that he sold her out for 20k yeah that's a chunk of change but like the loyalty like that she earned should have been worth more money than that like should have been should have had a greater value mm-hmm. so fuck Sid I'm glad he got fucking cut up yeah, or, but, yeah but that's
2: the whole point like Sid's just not a quality human being so no. <laughs> yeah 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 no but like, like, like <laughs> to honor that debt in that way like he just wouldn't do it that's probably the same reason why he's 20k in the hole exactly. he's yeah, like, just true. scummy
0: <laughs> yeah the um uh, yeah even though I do love my unscrupulous character like Newburn, I think Emily is my favorite character in this book like I think she has like kind of the heart and soul of the story. Yeah,
1: I think I think yeah. you're right. That's she a, does
0: add something to it. Very good perspective character. Yes, I think.
2: Mm-hmm. Well.
0: So, yeah,
1: but, I liked it. It was yeah. a good book. The art's That's really true. nice. Mm-hmm.
2: I, the, like there's a mood and a tone that the art gives the book that like you're mm-hmm. you're 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 in the mix at these crime scenes. Yeah, it's really good.
0: I love the nuances that are in in the art. Like especially when like when it comes like to Newburn's uh, expressions, especially when he's dealing with Emily, there's always a tiny little like smile at the end of his lips. You know, like you know, you can kind of see a uh, he's kind of uh, trying to be serious, but he's also at the same time he's actually kind of showing humanity towards. For her
1: i hope we get to see him fuck in issue nine i don't know
0: i don't know if that's gonna happen
1: not with emily oh. i don't want him to fuck emily okay, i just want to want it,
0: i want to see move bird fuck yeah this is more like kind of a.
1: oh a, yeah this is definitely like a an apprentice apprentice
0: yeah a yeah. printer or yeah Ment- almost Ment- like mentor mentee which actually <laughs> kind of brings up the <laughs> apprentice-, <laughs> apprentice 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 no one likes
1: my words i uh, love children the,
0: all day um no the um no that brings up a, a question i have actually um did you guys catch like when when uh, newburn was in the um was in at the news at the paper um getting information but the guy says to emily that ask what happened to the the last assistant yes so i mean he has um henry who's the driver so i, I like to find out like why he's out with the driver because there's probably a good reason for that yeah but um but yeah that that brings up a that's some kind of a, a thing that's not Dropped at all for the rest of this this issue, is, or the rest of this volume. So I wonder what you know. I wonder if we'll get into that in the, in the forthcoming issues.
1: Speaking to that point, when Emily's trying to get detail on Newburn on mm-hmm. her own, everyone she talks to tells her, "The closer you get to him, you're dead." Yeah. So that's got to be something in regards to the assistant.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He was going to give her healthcare though. Fuck. Yeah. That's exactly. Great. And like you know. 100k a year
0: 100k a year yeah yeah nice no, oh. six digits in healthcare. yeah <laughs> that's awesome
2: but yeah when brian when you're asking like if we think uh Newbird's a good person mm-hmm. yes because the ultimate like end game of what he does is good and it's it's always fascinating that like uh in real life or in our stories it's like oh if you're not an angel if you're not perfectly good a hundred percent of the time like if you get paid for being good like people like somehow demoted or whatever, but like, yeah, yeah no, he's, he's out here fighting the good fight and mm-hmm. getting paid for it.
0: <laughs> and and the reason why he's doing what he's doing, even though he's working for the mob, well, one is that he didn't want to be a crooked cop. So like when he got the payback, yeah, he yeah. was like, that's, okay, that's I'm, a good I'm, line in the I'm, book. I'm, I'm no oh, lo- yeah, he's a dirty cop. Yeah, that's I yeah, like that. I'm no longer a cop because I don't want to be a dirty cop. And then as well as he figured out that being a police officer wasn't the path to the truth. So, and that this was more of a path to the truth. So, so yeah, I think he's just kind of a, a warrior for truth.
1: And there was something alluded to, I think in like the first or second issue where um, no one wants to talk to cops. Yeah. People will talk to like a random ass stranger, but no one wants to talk to a cop. Yeah. So I, I did mm-hmm. like that because he gets information that no one else really does. Exactly. And, and he's really smart. Yeah. He's extremely smart. I mean, well, the the kind of fun aspect of this is especially if you like mysteries and whodunits and shit you know as the reader you want to be on the same page as the main character or like a step ahead newburn is actually two steps ahead of the reader yeah he gets he's already solved the case about four panels before you find out who actually did it yeah and you're not you're not there with him at all you're like oh Okay, like he's already solved it. Exactly. And I think that's such a fun kind of t- maybe twist yeah. or maybe like a different approach to this genre. Well, he's like yeah. Paul Rowe.
0: Like he, he, you know, he is like your master detective. Yes, yes, you know, yes. Like, yeah. and But but at the same time though, but what I like about this is that a lot of times kind of a, um, a, a lesser writer, I guess, or someone who doesn't take the time in it will basically have a character like that and then not leave the clues for the reader, before they get to that point, where they're all of a sudden they're just pulling out things that you had absolutely no idea of as the reader or as the viewer, like a show or a movie, that those things were you know happened because they weren't presented to you, but. Zdarsky presents and so does Phillips like yes. they, they both present to you the stuff that he brings up like with like the whole Emily thing mm-hmm. you know he like that if you if you were like a master detective yourself you probably would have figured it out yeah as Newburn was figuring it out yeah so I thought that was that I, I like that a lot you know because like a lot of times there's some corners cut
1: yeah there yeah <laughs> there is and there's definitely like even if it's not necessarily in the shot there's things happening that's alluded to that's off panel yeah you still get that information which does make it fun no one's left out you just have to reread it again you're like oh yeah they did address that it's just it happened between the second and third pages but they definitely talked about it like it's alluded to so yeah definitely fun
2: i do love that since he seems to mix it up like everyone has a begrudging respect for him even people that can't stand him they're (laughs) like oh i fucking hate this guy however Get the job done. Yeah.
1: yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah. He is, he is...
1: <laughs> like the like at the jail mm-hmm. when he's going to get his ass kicked the first time. And then he was just like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Except for Sam over here, who was <laughs> fucking your wife. And then yeah. like, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. oh, shit, the they
0: start fighting. I was like, yes, yeah, this is so good. The knowledge is power. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, and that whole I I mean, we want to talk about like, it's like, you know, when you, when you talk about sequencing you're usually talking about albums like 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 songs going together well like for a full album but like the sequencing of the issues because most of them are standalone until the last three um are absolutely fantastic because he works for the cops and he screws over the cops mm-hmm. in the the third issue and then the fourth issue begins with him going to jail taking the rap for someone a murder that he didn't commit and so you're automatically led to believe that oh yeah this is what the cops did to him because he fucked him over, you know like he screwed the cops so the cops cops were screwing him back. But it turns out it was just a full full on undercover gig essentially that he uh, he basically got uh, asked to get a rap against him so that he'd go to jail, and then uh, basically rely on Emily to not only solve you know have the have the uh, evidence to solve the 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 uh, the crime and exonerate but also, him also at the same time for her to convince the judge to exonerate yeah. him too because he was like that that was the trick was that was whether or not that we were going to get the information yes we knew it we get it but whether or not emily could convince the judge to let it be passable and get me out of jail yeah <laughs> that was the part that i was scared about yeah so he's uh
2: he's full-time matches malone
0: he totally is matches malone, matches malone. that's uh bruce wayne's uh alter ego but the one that's the crime like he's, ah, uh, like yeah. a crime
1: syndicate guy.
0: Yeah, he's part. Yeah, of Yeah, so that. you
2: could go undercover as Matches Malone and you know figure mm-hmm. stuff out or fuck shit up from the inside. It's
0: funny. He's 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 Patch also. Oh yeah. You know, with
1: all that money, you think you get Wolverine better nicknames? Yeah. <laughs> what was that?
2: Sure? No, I was gonna say Patches, Wolverine. Same deal though.
1: Yeah, <laughs> as
0: Matches Malone. Yeah, on that report, that was his. Basically, put on an eye patch. Same hair. Same fuzzy I know, and like he has an eye patch, so he I must patch, be a different a person. Yeah, he must be a different person. So to- totally yeah. different guy. Yeah, yeah. This is even worse than Clark Kent. You know, like this is this is pretty bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, the uh, um, but yeah, overall, um, I'm yeah. I when I when I first read this, this was like 100. I think um, the first two issues came out last year, and I was and I usually don't nominate books that are not finished. Um or or if I do, I will, you know, I'll have a if I do have a book that on my top 10 list, it'll be almost over, like very practically over, like maybe like the last issue is coming out in January. Um and this one, two issues had come out and I was like, I kind of want to put it on my top 10 of best comics of 2021 but i didn't at the last second because i had other books to put on there but yeah this was definitely what even the first two issues were like my favorite read of like last year really good so so yeah this was this is good from the start (laughs) which is nice it's uh not one of the stories where um um i forget what video game recently got described it it was like oh you had to get through the first 15 hours of this game but once you get through the first 15 hours it's really good. <laughs>
1: like, it's like the I mean, best there's game.
2: a lot of games like
0: that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. That's horrible. Yeah, is well, it Elder Scrolls, uh, no, but my I think it was an RPG because a lot of times it is, an yeah, RPG. no, no,
2: like Final <laughs> Fantasy 13 is like that. That like people are like, yo, after you bang out the first 30 hours, the game gets very good,
0: yeah, <laughs>
2: and it's and it's true. Like, or let me not say that it's not that the game is bad, but there is a certain point in the game where it's like, oh. Now this is significantly better and a much funner experience. I kind of wish the whole thing was like this, part. Yeah.
0: <laughs> for, for me, it was um, Tales of the Abyss was an RPG that was like that. We were the main character, like the main protagonist character mm-hmm. of the story is a whiny little bitch, like two thirds of the entire story. Wow. <laughs> and then when you find out, when he, one grows up and the, is no longer like a whiny... Whiny bitch, essentially. He, uh is um, and also you find out kind of his backstory. You're like, wow, this is really good now. <laughs> like, a, now all that whininess is a little compelling. Yeah, exactly. And he does in the, especially when he no longer whines. That's, wow, that's even the best part.
1: I have to apologize for Brian. He never cusses like that. He never calls somebody a whiny bitch. <laughs> Maybe he's a
2: sailor now. Oh I my have. god, this whole
1: break changed him. I did you just yar? I did. Okay, he's still a nerd, never mind.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: All right. <laughs> so, um, you guys have uh, any other thoughts? Any no, it was really things? good. I'm glad you chose it.
2: Yeah, no, New Bern's really dope chip sadarsky really good at writing
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah surprisingly the sex criminals artist guy you know like that's how he got you know kind of his break in the industry and yet like he's like one of the best writers you know like who knew you know it's
1: nice to see that kind of um like variety from someone because mm-hmm. not not i don't think people should necessarily like have variety because i i don't like it but it's nice to see like just like different facets yeah. of from the same person it's,
0: it's, it's cool it's kind of funny too um because like, you know, speaking about like, you know, the Brubaker relationship, that's kind of part of this, you know, And he's a big crime person, um, you know, Brubaker kind of brought Matt Fraction into like Marvel Comics, like with the, um, the Iron Fist. Of uh, the deadly mm. weapon yeah the, that that mm-hmm. whole arc and then so he kind of begat fraction and fraction kind of begat zadarski oh, okay. because of sex criminals and so i think that's kind of a cool kind of lineage there as well and you know like i'm sure you know fraction and zadarski would have made it on their own but still they kind of had that kind push from from someone else and like rightfully so <laughs> you know <laughs> like but i always say like when a um when 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 there's a a writer artist out there who's like who chooses another artist to do their comic i don't think fraction draws but i'm just saying like in general like if you get like like a like a jeff lemire for one Mm -hmm. he doesn't work with slouches when it comes to art and like kyle starks as well like yeah you yeah you know you're getting good art even if it's not his art because he's choosing someone yeah for sure (laughs) for sure so very cool you know it's funny though
2: carrie i do feel i feel like uh for us older people like, I feel like you used to get, like, whatever, pigeonholed or typecast. So if you drew, you drew yep. forever. And if you wrote, yeah. you wrote forever. Yes. And mm-hmm. now it's just kind of like, everyone's just like, oh, yeah. Like, I feel like if you're younger than us, then it's totally normal that, like, you hop from one thing, then you do another thing, you do like, both well, and that's just kind of how it is.
0: Yeah. Like, Cliff Chang um, did that Catwoman story that where she's, like, kind of older and just out of jail. And, like, who knew? Like, Cliff Chang could write a good book. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and then same with, um, speaking of, like, with Batman... Um, like and like the black label books um uh, I'm forgetting the artist uh, it's Jock. Jock was it he did that Batman um oh yeah one dark night and mm-hmm. uh, or the Dark Knight and that was super good too like and like once again like Jock and Cliff Chang are like prolific artists and like and like Tyler crook with um, um as well who's starting to do um starting to write books as well and like like who knew like, this is awesome. Like, you guys are amazing. And, like, you know, but I guess, like, a really good artist who can really kind of, like, sell a page and, like, really, like, tell a story without, you know, dialogue, you know, they have to themselves be a good storyteller. So, so yeah, I guess, I mean, maybe that is more inherent than uh, one would think. But, but, yeah, I'm kind of glad yeah. we do live in this era where, where artists can... Yeah, I like,
2: just feel like before, people just didn't get those opportunities. Like, I remember... I don't know, like 10 plus years ago when Drake became a thing. And I'm like, so they're going to let the the guy who was on this like kid's show be like the best <laughs> rapper? Because no, in the previous era, you couldn't make that pivot. If no, you were on not. a child show, you, you couldn't be childish Gambino. That's not, like there was unwritten rules and you weren't allowed yeah. to do that. And mm-hmm. now it's just like, of course, like, oh, if you're a good rapper, we'll just let you be a good rapper. If, oh, you, you write or you draw, but you could write as well. Oh, we'll let you do both. But I feel I th- like there's a previous era that that just wasn't allowed.
0: <laughs> I think it's one of those things where like people get like kind of like angry at, at someone who's like really good looking, but then they're also funny, you know? Like, right, right. It's, yeah, it's, it's that like, person damn me, you, talented. can do everything. Yeah, like like fuck you, you can do everything. Yeah, you for suck. sure. Yeah. So maybe maybe it was that before, like why like yeah. oh you you can't rap because you're a good actor, you know? Like oh you can't you know you, you can't draw because you you're a good writer or vice versa so yeah, yeah
2: but it's just awesome that these opportunities
0: ex- exist now <laughs> i know i love it absolutely definitely and uh yeah and same with like um actors are more prone to become directors nowadays too
1: oh i just think they're assholes yeah. <laughs> so they shouldn't be doing that oh speaking of not assholes did we hear the news really quick
0: yeah we're actually gonna probably bust it we'll, we'll go to the news in just okay a do again. it but you so so
1: okay my news it's so, superfluous. Um. So, uh, it is rumored, again, this is not indie comics, but I'm in a Marvel mood. Vendaya <laughs> and Tom Holland are engaged. I'm very excited because true love exists, and that's great. The end. That's my news. That's
0: awesome. They're they very cute. They're couple. adorable. For them. I yeah, love them. Very cool. So I do have some, actually, it's not necessarily independent comic book related news, but it's definitely something Richard brought it up uh we want to talk about it as well but um so Peter David um I'm sure you you all if you're familiar with comics know that name he's you know an icon um is has a GoFundMe fundraiser currently going on um put put on by his family and friends um and it's basically um because he's uh He's had kidney failure, um, multiple strokes, and a mild heart attack. And oh, so he's going through a lot yeah. of health issues at this moment. Oh, no. And so it's essentially and like, yeah, I mean, Peter David is an icon, but you all know how Marvel and DC especially treat their, their talent in like, you know, $5,000 and a ticket to a movie. And so like, yeah, you know, it's definitely someone you know, check. We'll have the link in the in the. Um, we'll have the link to the article. The article has the link uh, to the GoFundMe. Definitely, um, if you ha- can afford it, definitely check it out. Or please, yeah, if you can uh, afford to give, please do. Yeah, like whatever you would not miss, essentially. Yeah,
1: I think that's a wonderful way to put it. Um, is uh, something that you won't miss. Yeah, there's a, a a like a horror artist that I follow on Instagram, and she was. Just posting in her stories about how her water heater broke and how um she basically like doesn't have any hot water and she's in the part of the, you know, we're in winter now, essentially. So she's in a part of the country that's really affected by the winter. And so um I was just like, I don't, I don't really want to shop for anything because I don't need anything. And I was like, hey, but can I Venmo you some money? Because what I sent her is essentially like a refill on my Starbucks app. So yeah. I won't miss that money. And it would have gone to coffee anyways and it helped somebody inch a little bit closer to their, to their goal. So yeah, definitely. We, you know, give what, give what you don't miss and only give if you can. Yeah. And Cause no one wants you going broke.
0: That's not good either.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No one wants that.
0: Yeah, and if you don't recognize the name Peter David, um, you know, but you know, like the Hulk and you know, like the X-Men and x-factor you know even like x-factor if you've heard of that you know like you know he's the reason why they're the way they are you know like supergirl aquaman young justice i mean seriously
1: it's just so how old is he do we know
0: um i
2: think in his late
0: 50s yeah. oh
1: baby that is so young yeah to be going through all of that That's so
0: sad so yeah give it if you can and or at least Positive positivity is always a good thing too. You know, if you can't give, I just uh, a monetary amount.
1: Well, I know this is like stupid, but like how young some people are. You know, like mm-hmm. it just the threshold for ages just keep getting younger and younger and younger for icky stuff. It makes me really sad. Yeah, it's that's it's no one should be going through that because that's like a really like icky thing to go through, but and very difficult both like medically and financially but he's so young doing that he's 66 years old oh I 66
2: know. yeah but still so young yeah. so late 60s my bad but, but yeah still still young 60s but also, in you this know, day and age is from like from an era, era where people didn't take care of themselves as well as they should probably
0: yeah Oh, i still don't <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah so all the best uh, Yeah. what we can do but yeah we'll have the link like i said we we'll the link to uh, to his GoFundMe and the uh, or at least the article. So we'll go from there. Um, yeah, this was this was reported by CBR, by the way. Oh. So, um, all right. Well, with that <laughs> sorry being said and Carrie coughing, um, <laughs> it's I'm, unless we have any other final things you want to talk about, we'll go ahead and wrap this up for this week. Thank you, know it was it's been 2 weeks since we last recorded and so so thank you once again for joining us here on the uh comes to Serve better podcast it is the end of the show um we we have instagram twitter and good pods and cdb pod um i think we're going to get a hive soon and so i'm going to you know have that probably also be C D V pod so stay tuned um book clubbers on instagram and maybe hive in the future um on fridays we will announce the F- the next episode's main subject so that yeah, you can kind of follow along if you want to or uh, be excited that we're going to talk about it on thursday um and um we can be emailed at comics are better at gmail.com which is also the best place to reach carrie since she's not on socials and um richard where can we find you
2: um, I'm at tap. Um, <laughs> I'm at Top 360 all over the internet. Um, it's the World Cup, we made it to the knockout round.
0: Woo, it's nice. a fun
2: excuse to be jingoistic. It's fun,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, so, it's so hard for me to root for America, like in any sport except for like rugby, where like soccer is not too hard because like US is not. Is not good you know like i i, I it's hard for right don't control. be a loser
2: and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with yeah. winning yeah, <laughs> we're, 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 I, i'm happy that in other sports we crush people and then yeah. you know in this sport it's delightful what we would because we're not that good
0: yeah that's true that's true so but um but yeah So. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: so really fun our kiddos got to not have homework monday tuesday wednesday in preparation for the big Mexico, um, Iran or no, 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 Mexico Saudi Arabia game. Oh, nice. And, um, oh,
2: God, that was crazy.
1: Yeah. And so, like, and the teachers like showed it on the, on the, you know, during the day for the kids to watch. It was a big deal. Kids came to school wearing their, their, uh, their Mexico jersey. Oh, and I was just like, I love it. It was so fun. Mm-hmm. They had a really good time. And now they're getting homework. So they're upset. <laughs> it's, it's
2: good. When now, I was I, in high school, I was taking my final for math for math in 2002. And my teacher was a soccer fan. And he was like, look, the world cup's going on. I'm turning on this TV. I'm not going to put the volume. So just try not to watch TV while you take your final. That's <laughs>
0: oh, awesome. That's cool. That's really cool. Very cool. No, I, um, um, yeah, I, I will always kind of root for the CONCACAF, um, you know, teams, but when the CONCACAF itself is, like, having their tournament to see who's going to go to the to the World Cup, I usually root for, um, like, it's a mix between Mexico, Canada, and Jamaica, or, like, the three teams, you know, <laughs> so so even then. I, remember my, those are
2: the United States of America. I, I know, I
0: know. <laughs> All right, Brian, I need
2: you to get out. Okay, i hey, need you to get out
0: hey i'll move to canada you know if you want to wow no
2: no 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 i'm from there too so no i want yeah. you out i want okay. you on a little uh <laughs> a little diggy I'm, out of the pacific uh,
0: at, least, at least probably one of the, the countries that i root for you know i'll i'll, I'll live in jamaica well, or mexico or, or Canada
2: I'm a real American bride, so if you yeah. disagree with me, you have to get out the he country. Is, That's is, how it works here. I,
0: you know, <laughs> yeah, this, no is, one gets this, is, this
1: is an audio, uh, an, uh, an audio medium, but like Richard is literally emanating blue, yeah. white, and red from his body a right now.
0: Just literally <laughs> flew by Richard. It's amazing. I can't believe it. Just and landed on my shoulder. It was so fantastic. Can't believe it. And there's. Someone go home. Oh Lord. <laughs> Someone home. he's wearing the patent. No, helmet. but also like
2: we we all jokes aside, we behave so shitty sometimes. So like yeah. it's hard to be patriotic in this country. Sometimes so like really yeah, see. when sports just arrives and it's just like, oh yeah, we get to either crush people or yeah. we get to try real hard. Like wow. I love it because it's like, oh, like this is very low consequential patriotism. Yeah, like this is fun. Because it's, it's like, guess what? America's gonna do something embarrassing in three or four days.
0: Yeah. So. And, yeah. And in like in like hockey for me, I actually refer the US over Canada. And once again, because that Canada's like the top dog. So I'll root for the US, you know, like to to, to kick Canada's ass.
1: I mean I always root for Mexico.
0: Yeah to go place to cruise at least. It was fun when they lost today, huh? Oh my no. bad, they won, but they still lost. It was yeah, very they
1: they needed one more goal to make it to the next oh, round, and no. they're disqualified. Oh yeah,
0: oh for, yeah. For obvious reasons, um, the uh, and I do love. Have you ever heard the uh, the song "The The Cup Is Coming Home," like the 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 official the official song of like English soccer, like World Soccer? Mm, I don't it's, think I uh, attention to it. It's a good song. It's a really is good it? song. a, b- a so, banger? So my my boss started singing it, and I'm like, yeah, it's pretty, oh, yeah like, that's cute. I can at least. Uh, I can at least sing along to the song so i'm at bryjan underscore CV on instagram and for richard and carrie i'm brian and this has been the comics deserve better podcast and remember as always comics deserve better and everyone deserves comics bye adios bye yay go soccer go, soccer. <laughs> <laughs> go sports go sports <laughs> i'm a i'm a pirate
1: You said that, like, in an almost sexy way. Like, I'm a pirate.
0: What the fuck? Uh, (laughs) He's after
2: your booty, Carrie. Be
1: careful. (laughs) That that was my gut reaction is I got grossed out. (laughs) He's a
2: pirate.
1: I know. I'll stay away from me booty. (laughs)